Hello, my name is Gabrielle. Welcome to The Coach Space. In this episode, I meet Gordon Smith Duran, who, with his wife Cynthia, runs a thriving online business from home called Lightspeed Spanish. You're going to hear the warts and all journey of how he quit working for the man and ended up in Spain doing what he loves, teaching Spanish and enjoying life. When I look back at, at where we come from, it seems quite easy as I look back now. But actually, when you think through the steps, it wasn't as easy as that. Um, but what, what I found is that looking back at what we did, all, the only thing, our success has come from being constant, just constantly doing the work, you know, and, and not only constantly doing the work, but reframing it because it has never been work for us. Lightspeed Spanish has always been our hobby, fun, passion. And so we haven't really worked, although we've done work in the business, it's been fun. And I think that's probably really been the, the essence of, of why we've managed to come as far as we've come, because it's been fun. Wow. So have you turned a business into a hobby? Because <laughs> usually it's the other way around. <laughs> I, I read, I, read um, I, I, I used to do a lot of um, self-help work and read lots of books. And I remember somebody, somebody said, if you can work in your hobby, you'll never work again. And I thought, that sounds like a jolly good idea. <laughs> I, I've, you know, I worked 20 years for the man. I worked for the man. I know what, what it's like to work in something that you're not particularly happy with, the high stress, um, lots of lots, lots of hours. And I, I know what it's like to do something that you shouldn't really be doing mm. and, and what it does to you spiritually and, and emotionally and your health as well. And so that, that really stood out to me. And I thought, well, yeah, my, Spanish is my passion language english was cynthia's passion and so we were able just to fuse those two passions together and, and work in our hobby and, and and it's been fantastic gosh um so what was that pivotal moment then when you was it when you were working for the man or did it come a bit later what was how did you get from working from for the man to working for yourselves successfully for yourselves because i've known from speaking to other business owners that the, the successful business they have isn't usually the first business. They've had a journey, you know, a zigzaggy journey all over the place, and then they arrive at this place. So what was that, what was that point where you decided that you were going to do your own thing? Okay, great question, because it's, it's probably, it, is a, it was the pivotal moment in my life. When I got to 40, uh, I realized that I was not enjoying life. I wasn't being fulfilled. I was unhappy, I was stressed, and I was ill. And I just knew that something wasn't right. It just, I, I was in the wrong job. It, I initially enjoyed the job I was in, but then as I got promoted, I enjoyed it less and less. The more pressure, the more stress, and money had nothing to do with it. I was earning so much money. It made no difference, I wasn't happy. And because I'm quite a kind of a believer in, in the way that the universe works, the universe realized that I needed to change and that I wasn't brave enough to change myself. And so it took everything off me. It took me, it, I went through, let's say, two years in which I lost my job. 
uh, or the status, I lost my um, family. And when I say that, my wife had an affair, we split up, I lost my house, I lost my car. I, I, basically, I was left with zero. I, I went to zero. And um, it was, I call it the etch-a-sketch ending of my life. The, the universe just went, right, we'll take all the <laughs> of you. Now what are you going to do? And although it was a terrifying moment in many ways, I, was, I found myself really excited. I was so excited about the fact that suddenly I had a clean slate. Suddenly I could do whatever I wanted. At the time, I was extremely passionate about Spanish. I loved Spanish. Um, I just met Cynthia and we were kind of in the, you know, in the, in the, the honeymoon period of, of everything. But I took the wrong path. And I joined what was uh, a, a multi-level marketing company. And I'll tell you why I did that. I did that because during my self-help years, I was taught about um, residual income. And residual income was, to me, just sounded like the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> I've been working directly. I've been getting paid directly. For every hour I worked, I got paid. And that as soon as you stop working, you don't get paid. So I like the idea of doing something once and then getting paid over and over again for it. And I still like that didn't go. Well. Um, but I just chose the wrong route. And I chose a company that was going very well at the time. And I realized as I got into it by the third year that that I was I wasn't being true to myself. I was having to tell lies, I was having to invent stories to get people to join this company mm -hmm. and, and and so i started to pay the price and basically what happened was i it cost me over four years it cost me forty thousand pounds uh. minus forty thousand pounds afterwards why because they tell you just you know four to five years and then you'll have your business so that's what i was thinking of course mm -hmm. it, didn't it didn't happen um so I got to the point where I was not only not being true to myself and unhappy, I was also bankrupt. So I went bankrupt. So it was it was even beyond where I'd come from, where I'd lost everything. <laughs> You're minus. So what happened, Gabrielle, was was I, I was made bankrupt. I made myself bankrupt. And wow, that was touching the bottom. That was touching the very, very bottom. There was no more to go down. I mean, there was no further to go. And so the only way was up after that. It was at that point where I sat down and I said to myself, Gordon, what the hell are you doing with your life? Why aren't you working in your passion? Your passion is Spanish language. Your partner's Spanish. Her passion's English. Why don't we just start to teach? And, and I said to Cynthia, Cynthia, I've had this great idea why don't we start an internet business teaching Spanish? And Cynthia said, Gordon, there are millions of them. They're everywhere. It's going to be another one of your mistakes because she was losing a bit of confidence. Yeah. And I said, come on, come on. And we started, and we, we started just to, to give free content, just free content and free content and more free content regularly on a weekly basis. And nothing happened for two years. Mm -hmm. And after two years, obviously, we were working on websites and getting our presence, and I was blogging every week. Blogging was so important. And then suddenly after two years, it just took off. The business took off. Wow. And you had to have faith because, you know, like everything, when you start up, 
you've got no public, you've got no followers. And, and, and so we had to have faith in it. But after two years, off it, off it started. And in its, when I plot the business, it has only ever gone in an increment upwards since then. We've never really had any dips. Mm-hmm. We've had some flats, but the line is always up. And, and so what I firmly believe is that if you want to start a business, and I think, you know, when you're 40, when you're 40 and you get into that age where you really start to think about yourself, what, what's this life all about? What, why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, that's when, that's when it's time to, to kind of give. Because I believe if you give first, you'll get back. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily from the people you give to. Not necessarily. But I think it's the act of giving away that it comes back. And that we always, we've always tried to use that as let's give first and then we receive. I think it probably is in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably, it's a yeah. long term. Yeah. I think someone said it once before you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, that's so interesting because like, I think that's why, you know, when you, when you talk about the, the, the success rates of any business, they're, they're dire. Um, like the figures are dire because um, I think one of the most challenging things is hanging in there. Yeah. So how on earth did you hang in there for so long? Well, um, what we did was as we, we, we did Lightspeed Spanish in our spare time. Oh, let me tell you, the most important thing that I did 17 years ago was I switched the TV off and I've never switched it on again. I don't watch a TV. I don't read a newspaper. I have nothing to do with anything like that because what I realized was that it, it is a thief, not only of time, but of inspiration, of energy. Mm. And so I switched it off. And what I discovered was suddenly I had 30 hours a week that I didn't know what to do with. Gosh. People, the average, the average uh, television watching time for normal people, normal people, is 40 <laughs> hours a week. 40 hours a week we spend as much time in front of a TV as we do or in front of the, the, a screen, as we do working. And so what happened was I suddenly had loads of time. I had three jobs. Like This was going from, I used to be a production director, flew around the world, had big cars, lived in big houses, and then I was, made, I was, I was bankrupt, and I was delivering bread in the morning, getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, I was delivering bread, and then I was... Um, working for, for a friend just doing just manual work and then I was working in a, in a Spanish restaurant in the night time and that is how we managed to get by and Cynthia did other very simple jobs we were earning the minimum wage but it was mm-hmm. enough whilst we built our business and I look back on those times with fondness because without those crummy jobs we would never have done what we did you know and, and I hear a lot of people saying I, basically, my another one of my hobbies is I work in therapy. I, I, I work, um, I do lots of different kinds of therapy, hypnotherapy, and things. So when I'm working with people, I am helping them, coaching them to actually improve their life. And, and I always say to them, you know, basically, you've got to put the time in. If you want anything, you've got to put the time in. It won't come to you. Mm. Um, they say, yeah, but I haven't got any time. You know, I'm so busy and you work. And when you get back from work, you don't want to do anything, do you? You want to sit down and just put the TV on. That's guaranteed, a guaranteed method of sitting in the same place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So if you want to change, you've got to do something drastic. You've really got to work at it. It, it doesn't, you know, there's no magic pill to, to change your life. You really do have to work at it. Yeah. And do you think that hitting that rock bottom enabled you to do that, to have that determination? Because I think that's why some people, like the people you're coaching in, in therapy and stuff like that, don't have it because they haven't been that low. <laughs> Gabriella, you, 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 I agree with, with that entirely. The best thing that ever happened to me was to lose everything. It mm -hmm. was the biggest favour that was done to me ever. Um, the, the hardest thing is when you were working in a job you don't like, you've got a family, you've got to put food on the table, you've got a mortgage to pay, you've got a car to pay. Mm. That's prison. You're in prison. Mm -hmm. and lots of people think that there, isn't, there is no way out. But what I discovered was, and, and I, I tell people all the time this, this same message, it's very difficult to starve these days. It's very difficult to starve. It's very difficult not to have a house. You know, you've got to be in a really, really weird place not to be able to have somewhere to live. And so no matter how bad things get, you'll always have what you need to live. Mm. And as long as you were willing to put, put yourself forward, as long as you're willing to do whatever it takes. And I, I think maybe not a lot of people are, are willing to do whatever it takes. Mm. They're willing to do something. I'll do something, but no, it's whatever. It's when you make that, you know, if, if, you, if you've got nothing, what else is it to do except anything else? Yeah, exactly. So, so, and, and yeah, the thing is not to forget is that you have children as well. So it's not like you didn't have anyone depending on you. You, <laughs> you yeah. went through that phase with not, it wasn't just yourself you were responsible for. So um, it's an amazing, amazing story of an amazing comeback, I think. Yeah. An amazing comeback. I've had two uh, lives. I've had two lives for sure. Yeah, one I didn't like and one I loved. <laughs> so um like so your your life now do you feel like you have a sense of um balance uh, or, or are there still time or are there still challenges like that you've that you're really struggling with what what's it um, like now right the, the balance is is something that i've been working on for a long time because i was so i was work obsessed i am a work i'm not a workaholic now yeah my name's gordon i'm a workaholic um <laughs> I'm, I like work. I love achieving. Um, but uh, but I've, I've been working over the last few years on, on getting that balance. For example, I've, I've had two rounds of children. When my first children were born, I didn't see them grow up. I was working in Morocco. I was working in Mexico. I didn't spend time with them. When I was home, I wasn't home. I was at work in my head. When I was on holiday, I was at work in my head. And so I, I never really had any time other than work. Now we work from home. And so, um, and, and what I'm aware of is that, that the most precious thing that I have is time. That's the most precious thing. And I'm aware that I spent so many years of my life selling hours of my life for really, really low amounts of money. You know, sometimes six pounds an hour. And I think if I ever wanted to buy those hours back, I can't. You can't even buy one second back. But we're quite happy. I was quite happy to sell my life. And so now what I'm aware of is that my the hours of my life are precious and I want to dedicate them to being at home. So I, I can I'm with my children in the morning, then uh, we we eat lunch together, then I'm finished. I, I work one day a week on the business in, in terms of a whole day. 
and the rest of the just maintaining the business. Um, I have other hobbies now. We we go out together. We spend time together. So it's all about really now for me the most important thing is is my family, which is what I discovered when when I had the crash, when I hit the bottom. The only thing I had was my family. That was the only thing that was really tangible that I could count on. And so now I have a different value about what what it means, what work means. Work's great, but at the end of the day, that's not what life's all about. It's about yeah. working working to to have a lovely life and not you know not just working to have a yeah life. yeah i think some people really don't get that because you see all the you know the marketing you get shoved in your face online about you know these kind of businesses you can have eight figure businesses and blah 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 but they're selling something that comes with sacrifices like enormous sacrifices and you know you don't really want to go down that road because you know, you've seen what that can look like, <laughs> you know, you, losing, losing family. You don't want to lose them, you know. Yeah. Um, so um, you seem to have your priorities like really in order, which is like so admirable. Getting them in order. I, you know, I, I still have, I mean, Cynthia's not always happy about the amount of work that I do, but I, I'm, I'm a million times better than I used to be. Yeah. Actually, I'm really interested in what you think about um, a, a business where you, you know, you, you, you know, you're a partnership. You have Cynthia working with you, and um, how important you think that might be to the success of your business, like there being two of you. Because um, I think that's the one thing that a lot of people struggle with when they start off on their own um, is the realization that it's quite difficult <laughs> if you're doing everything yourself. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think because because of the this, this style of business we have, which is teaching Spanish to English speakers, um, the fact, the dynamic that we have of Cynthia knowing more English than I do, you know, in, in terms of the skill, that dynamic has helped so much. Mm-hmm. But also what I'm aware of is that, I mean, I talk to lots of couples and they say, what? I could never work with my partner. What? We'd kill each other after mm-hmm. the first Um and it's amazing that that I consider myself very lucky that Cynthia and I can work together beautifully. And, and I think it's it's down to working in what you love. You know, it's not yeah. like, oh, my God, we've got to do another day's work. And, oh, my God. we For us, because it's so enjoyable, it suddenly time passes and we've done the work. You know, so yeah. I think that's – you know, I think the key thing is when – this is another, if you don't mind me mentioning this, what I discovered was this. I think that if you do not know what your purpose is in life, then you need to jolly well find out what your purpose is. And it's very easy to do. It's a very, very easy thing to do. Um, Once you find out why you're here, then you must choose to do something that is in line with your purpose. If you choose to do something that goes against your purpose, it doesn't work out. Oh, it's it's really hard. Mm. Whereas if you you know the you know the expression follow your bliss. If you're able to follow your bliss, suddenly everything's like a hundred times easier. Mm. And I think that's where, as you were talking about, you know, I mean, we, in the eighties, I was part of this wave of of you know dynamic leadership, and we're you know we are, we're all a team, and la la la. Um, and I bought it and I, and I swallowed it down. But it's it's really 
that's not what it's all about. It's it's about actually working smarter. It's working mm. what you love. Work it, find out what you love. Work in that. Just and you don't even need a new idea. And that's the, that's the thing. That's what puts a lot of people off the go. But I haven't got any ideas. And I say to them, don't get any new ideas. <laughs> Look what other people are doing. That's successful. Look for something that's a really good template, and then put your stamp on it. Your personality. Tweak it, make it a little bit better. Yeah. You, you don't need to do something completely new. You just need to do something that's proven differently. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And, and it isn't that hard, as long as it's something you love. Yeah, and I think like your passion for what you're doing really comes across in your videos. Um, and um, it's just it's, it's so authentic. I hate to use that word, but... Um, <laughs> and and, and also, also that's key to like finding your audience because as you say you could have just sat back and thought well actually I'm not going to do this because there are a gazillion people teaching Spanish online um, why would I want to compete with all of those people but you've, you've just been your, you're just being yourselves and you've naturally found your audience and they're all people that you know have the same sense of humor as you you know you're teaching people all the swear words and all of that stuff. So it's like, it's just like uh, hanging out with your mates. That's how it feels like watching the videos. Um, and, and, and I think maybe that's why people gravitate towards you. That's, that's certainly why I have. Um, I just enjoy, it's just enjoyable to, 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 you know, see what you're up to. You know, <laughs> now I can actually understand what you're saying on the video, which is great. <laughs> now I'm just watching them like vlogs, like I'd watch any, any vlog but I can actually understand the Spanish. Um, so, and I, yeah, so I think that's really key, like what you said about it doesn't have to be an original idea. You just do it in your own way. Um, yeah, you must, I, I, to use your word, you must be authentic, but you must be yourself. And I, I think what, what's happened is we, we've ended into a plastic generation of, of, of pretense and, and, and uh, filters. And, and, you know, we don't see people as they really are. And I think that's, that's what you need. You just need to be a genuine person. And people, will, as long as you're a nice person, obviously if you're genuinely horrible, <laughs> you need to be, you know, just be yourself and, and, and be passionate. You must be passionate about what you do. Yeah. So, so let's talk about your, your students then. How, how have they turned out? Because obviously I don't know. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> Could, have you got any stories about the students that have been through your programs or your your been on your immersion courses or anything really yeah yeah we, we um when we we've been working on one-to-one with students and in, in groups and over the years we've done every kind of group currently we're, we're, we have our immersion courses going on and we have maybe um let's say 20 people 24 people on in, in a group and it's only for a week but we are with them, and, and what we try to do is we try to make it into a, a family feel, you know, like a real, we're here, we're not just here to teach you, we're here for anything. And the, the feedback that we get from people, it, what, what I notice is within a week, the, the, the dynamic that's created in the group is, is incredible. And the friendships, now what we do is we create a little WhatsApp group for each of the, of the groups. And, and they continue to be friends for years and years. Now, we've been doing it for three years. 
There's the one group from the first year get together every year and they meet in Ireland or in, in they all get together and all they're just friends for life. And the feedback that we get is often it's it is yes you've helped us with our Spanish incredibly our confidence level is so much higher but also the week has been life changing and it, and it isn't about the lessons it's about being with like minded people it's about being together it's about having that group support and so it's it's extremely gratifying to to see this change in people and of course then we have when we've been invited all over the world we haven't been by the way because we've got a little boy of two but but people are offering us their houses offering us their vehicles and a and a motor home and come over here and it's it's incredible so beautiful it, it's so much more than just teaching spanish it's kind of you know we people have touched our lives and we've touched other people's lives it's beautiful that's amazing because i know more than most people how dry and horrible it is to learn spanish in certain in certain environments and <laughs> Uh, I mean, some have been good and some have been still, but they're all, none of them are that kind of warm experience that you've just explained to me. They've all been a bit stilted, a bit anxious. You know, everyone's a little bit nervous and no one's really being themselves. Um, and yeah, so to sort of break out of that mold and do something which is just a, an amazing experience, even, you know, the Spanish is obviously a, the major part of that but you get with it. You, it is like a holiday. You know? <laughs> you know, it's not like they're spending their, their two weeks um, holiday allowance on lessons. It's like they are having a holiday <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Do, well, do you have any tips for someone who is thinking of moving to Spain and, and tips regarding learning the language? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, right. It, there are two kinds of people that want to move to Spain, people who really want to be on the coast with in the in the areas that have been set up for tourism. Okay, and that's great. If you're there, you can move there and you really don't need Spanish straight away. If you go to a tourist area, everything's set up. You can talk English and the, even the doctors and the hospitals all speak English. That's great. If you do that, you will not you will not be able to, as they say, vivir la cultura, which is you won't be able to live and experience Spanish culture. What you'll see is something that's set up for tourists. If you want to go to Spain and actually really live in Spain, then you need to come away from the tourist areas. And if you choose to do that, then you must speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. I, now, how, how you can do that, what, the best way, the fastest way is not to enroll two hours a week in the UK on a course. That won't give you Spanish. You, two hours a week will give you the smattering so that you can ask for a coffee and a beer and things like that. If you really want to move to Spain, then what you want is either a one-to-one -one teacher, and there are loads on, on the internet, and you can do it with Skype, and you can get them from other countries, and they're quite cheap. You, know, you, can, you can find lessons for six seven dollars an hour if you if you get go to guatemala and things like that but a one-to-one -one teacher definitely and also no matter what your level go to an immersion course because even as a beginner at the end of the week or the two weeks or whatever you do your level will be better and you will have in one week of an immersion course you will have done a year's worth of study in the uk so you want to accelerate it because if you think about it, we, what we do two hours a week, we might do an hour, an hour a day, and that's it. You know, so in, in 
if you do a week's worth, you are just compressing all of that. And not only that, it helps your confidence and everything. So you could you could quite easily, if you did maybe maybe two or three immersion courses in one year, you would be up to a level where you could move to the country and make yourself understood. Gosh. But if you just do it the, the, the shorthand way of having some lessons in a group, that takes a while. Right. So the immersion courses really help to embed the language. And, and also, I suppose, if you're going on an immersion course and you get the whole experience, you're not just going sitting in the classroom all day, are you? You're going out you're going out doing things, activities and stuff like that. And it's those things that really help you to learn because they, you can't teach that in a classroom online or anywhere. You just can't teach those scenarios. <laughs> There's just things that happen spontaneously. You can't plan for that. You have to learn in the moment. So that's where I think maybe the immersion courses are so much more uh, powerful. Um, sure. Yeah. Well, I would say I'm not, I'm not in any way pushing our immersion courses, but make sure that the course that you go on, not only of them. I went on one in Salamanca, lovely course. I went from 10 o'clock in the morning until 2, and at 2 o'clock they threw me out. And that was it. And that was it. I, I, I had nothing to do. I was on my own. I walked around. You want a course where your whole day is planned, where you've got some interaction all day. That's what we, that's what, based on my poor experience, we developed something where from the moment that people get up to the moment they go to bed, they must speak Spanish and they're interacting constantly. So mm -hmm. that's what, you, not just lessons. Lessons are great. Mm. But you need much more than that. You need, and not not excursions. We're going to go and see Madrid. That that yeah, that's great. But no, you want interaction. You want to talk to people. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. And actually, um, I found that when you're doing uh, interactions with people at your at similar level of Spanish to you, it's actually really good because I don't know. It's something about it. I don't know what. I seem to get more out of that than speaking Spanish to native speakers for some bizarre reason. Do you know why that might be? Well, because normally what happens is when, when you speak to a native speaker, particularly if your level isn't particularly great, it, it knocks your confidence quite often more than builds your confidence because it depends. You know, not everybody's a great communicator in any language. And one of the issues that we have is if we talk to a good communicator, quite often we'll come away and say, hey, I understood everything. That was brilliant. And we feel great. But there aren't that many of them. Most people communicate the way that they fancy and they don't slow down and they, they use slang and they have quite an accent. And so often you, when you talk to a native speaker, you come away thinking, my Spanish is crap. <laughs> Whereas if you talk to somebody on your level, at least you're with them and you know what they're saying and you know that if they make mistakes you know why they're making that mistake because you probably make the same type of mistake yes so yeah so for confidence it's great to talk to people on your level and that's what happens in the classroom you're, you're with your peers but also it's also great to have that experience of talking to a native speaker as well yes. you know you have all of the experiences and that that's what that's what really builds your spanish yeah brilliant so tell me what your plans are for Lightspeed Spanish. Okay. Um, my, my, our, our plan, but mine because I'm, I'm the one who, who can kind of write the, book, uh, write the books. I want to get onto the market. Currently, we've got about six books on the market, I think, or seven books. And I want to, in by four years, I want to have that doubled. 
and there's a market there because because there there are so many things that people every book that we've done has been through a suggestion from our students in fact everything we've ever done has been through suggestions from our students i just listen i've got big ears and when people give suggestions i listen and think yeah absolutely so we want to get lots more books on the on the, the market um we've got a, a, a subscriber group um and that's going really well and we're thinking we're looking at ways of how we can actually promote that to get that a little bit bigger um and other than that really we want to do more live streaming because that's great for our public and more um videos to help like up-to-date videos to help people with vocal and stuff like that so really we just want to keep giving we want to keep giving content mm-hmm. you know i don't think we'll ever get to the point where we'll be resting on our laurels thinking well we've done it now <laughs> because, I, because i believe that you you kind of you're only as good as your as your latest results really in terms of keeping people's interest you know and if and not only that but with things like YouTube and, and all of the other uh, other networks, if you're not giving them fresh content, they, uh, they, they lose interest. Mm-hmm. They don't promote you as much. So we're aware of that, and, and that's no problem. But the, the long-term plan would be to to have Lightspeed Spanish, to manage Lightspeed Spanish across one or two days a week. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time, uh family time and i also want to dedicate more time to i'm going to start to um run some therapy groups here in madrid and teach therapy and run therapy and everything like that. i think that'd be fun as well to give a little bit more back gosh that's brilliant so um yeah i didn't mention the book so if anyone wants to go to amazon they'll find is it under your name or under lightspeed spanish either lightspeed spanish or gordon smith duran Gordon Smith Duran. I'll put links on on the um, notes anyway, so they can go find your books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was amazing speaking to you, Gordon. Thank you so much. It's really inspiring to hear your your journey to where you are now, um, the twists and turns it's taken. Um, and um, I really hope to speak to you again. It would be my pleasure. Whenever, <laughs> whenever. Right. Thanks a lot.